Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to my show. Go for it. This is Joe. Hey, so glad to have you back today, each week, every month, and you know what? Every year to my show, Go For It. Today, I have a phenomenal guest. His name is Aaron Caldwell on the line with me today. He is a life coach, and I cannot wait to get to him. But ladies and gentlemen, just today, I've announced a little bit of rebrand about my business. I now own and operate Go For It Media Group. Woohoo! Isn't that exciting? You guys are the first to know about it. Go For It Media Group. I have so many people coming to me and asking me how to get on media, how to get on podcasts, how to write books. I've, I've uh, authored two books now. And you know what? It is so exciting because I love helping them brand their business and get their name out there with their business on podcasts and radio and different sorts of media, um, also in magazines. So if you guys are interested, you know what? Let me know. Go to joe at joehosman.com. I'd be love to be able to help you and talk with you. I do offer a free consultation. So yeah, go ahead and send me, send me an email and we can discuss that because you know what? I am your go for it media person. I'm also a voiceover artist and international bestselling author. And you know what? My clients are loving it. They're loving the, the 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 exposure that they get through the media that I help them with. So again, go to joehosman.com. Right there, I do have a free download called The Secrets to Realizing Your Dreams. Just pop in your email and you know what? That is all yours. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, without further ado, I want to introduce my wonderful guest today. His name is Aaron Caldwell and I am so excited. He has waited oh, two or three months to be on the show and I am so appreciative of that. He is a 20-year Air Force veteran. You know how I love my veterans. My late husband was also a veteran. So he is a 20-year Air Force veteran and thank you for that, Aaron. His career concentrated in the areas of dentistry, quality and continuous process improvement and leadership. Since his transition from the military, Aaron has worked in local and state government and the nonprofit sectors in the Austin area in management and leadership. He is a professional life coach and youth mentor who coaches clients with self-exploration. Isn't that the truth? We need that. And how to live a life of purpose, which is also something that is a great need. Aaron has spent the last four years mentoring with the Seedling Foundation in a program for youth of incarcerated parents. His educational background includes, and I don't know, Aaron, you've got a few up on me here, a BS in health and science from American Military University, an M. MA in Marriage and Family Therapy from Turo University, and an MBA from St. Leo University. He also has a professional certifications, which include Lean Six Sigma Green Belt Certification from Villanova University, and a certified professional life coaching certification from the Life Coach Institute of Orange County. You know what? In July of 2017, he, Aaron, officially launched his own business, BG Life Coaching LLC, which is a coaching and consulting business focused on personal and professional development, self-awareness, and assisting veterans with the transition to civilian life. And thank you for that. He offers personal and professional development coaching to individuals, families, groups, as well as small businesses and executives. Aaron also 
does motivational speaking. He's originally from Georgia and now lives in Buddha with his lovely wife, April, and their Yorkie poo, Layla. He has two adult children, Joel, 23, and Alexandria, 19. His hobbies include traveling, all things sports, and fitness and learning. Uh, Aaron, thank you so much for being on my show today, and welcome to Go For It. Yes, thank you. And I, I'd really like to meet that person that you just read about. He sounds very interesting. Sounds like a great guy. But <laughs> well, my goodness, all that education—that is phenomenal. You know, there's a sto- like the story behind all that, all those things and accolades or whatever. Um, in our previous home, on on the wall in the office, I had my diplomas displayed. You know, like any great academic should. And my wife would give me grief about that all the time about why do you have all these diplomas up? And it looks like a, a corporate office or something like that. But to me, those diplomas meant something more than just a diploma because I originally failed on my first attempt to go to college out of high school, which is how I ended up in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Every time I saw those diplomas, it was a reminder to me that I could do whatever I put my mind to. Absolutely. So all of that education really stemmed from me failing very early and trying to compensate my fear and, and make sure that I finished something that I started. So uh, while it sounds great in the bio, it, there's really more to it than that. Well, it's personal too, because when, when you know you failed at something and then you've went and you have reached beyond that, it is, that is something you should be proud of. And kudos to you. I feel the same way when I got my master's degree in my forties it was something of great value to me just because, first of all, I went back in my 40s and I was like one of the oldest ones, second to the oldest one in my group. But secondly, it's something I had always wanted and I went for it. So, you know, kudos to you. And you know what? You are an inspiration to many others. Really, you really are. So, Aaron, what I like to ask all my guests is this. How did you get to be a life coach? You know, that's a very interesting question. And I- I think the genesis of that stems from my time in the Air Force. However, I will start by saying that throughout my life, most of my life up until recently, I am, well, I still am an introvert. So I don't necessarily like to be around a lot of people. I don't really like to interact with or get involved in people's business, so to speak. So me being a life coach is like a totally different shift than who I am naturally. But Throughout my time in the Air Force, um, in the Air Force, you know, you spend a lot of time with people, very young people, trying to help them learn who they are and figure out how to pay bills and just life in general, in addition to being in an Air Force environment that's very structured and has all these rules. So I spent 20 years doing that, as you mentioned. Um, When I retired, you know, I kind of bounced around from job to job to job, um, probably six jobs in the course of between 2012 and, and now. And, and I was searching for something that the airport, Air Force provided me that I came to realize that I was never going to find on a job as a civilian. And it was a component of, you know, being that closely connected to people in a capacity where you can actually help them. And so try, in the course of bouncing around and trying to figure out what is it I'm looking for and never finding it, it dawned on me one day that, the part that I was missing was the part where I got to actually pour into people, get invested in their lives a little bit and help them through some of my past bad experiences and the good ones and the things that I learned along the way. So that eventually led me down this path where I started exploring ways to do that. And some of my friends would say, you know, you should do this or you should do that because people 
even though I don't like them and I may have a scowl on my face, will just come up to me, strangers included, and kind of just start talking to me and telling me their story and all these various things. I'm like, why are these people doing this? And my wife, she just stands back and laughs because she knows that, hey, I don't necessarily like people coming up to me and I don't really want to talk. But it kept happening over and over and over again. And so at one point, I just began to embrace it. And I started just, you know, meeting their needs and started investing back in it. And then I began to realize, like, I actually like doing this. And I guess I'm pretty good at it. So, you know, part of the experience for me was that when I decided to become a life coach specifically, because I was going to school to become a marriage and family therapist. And then I decided at the end, I didn't want to be a clinician that I thought mm-hmm. was better coach than clinician. So mm-hmm. part of it was for me, knowing what pain and failure feels like. Mm-hmm. And then I learned from those experiences that we're not, we're not all like all of my pain and my experiences that I've had in my past were not solely meant for me to keep to myself. If I was willing to be vulnerable and transparent and share those things, then I can help some other people maybe minimize their own or understand they're not alone in them and that they could get through it if they're willing to keep going. So that's kind of how I ended up in the life coaching world. Well, I think that's great. Really, you listen to the gifts that were given to you. You listen to the people that were coming to you, even though at the time you're like, you're kind of annoyed, not annoyed, I won't say annoyed, but you weren't, you didn't really maybe feel comfortable with it yet, but that was a gift they gave you. Because they saw that potential in you, and they saw that the gift you could give back to them. Yes, and I, and I would say that, I would have to go back and say that, I know that it is not from me because I know who I am, and I know that I, to some degree I still don't necessarily like to be around a whole bunch of people or to get involved in their business, but I understand that in some capacity I'm, I've been gifted in that way for whatever reason that is. So I've embraced that, but I understand that's not really Aaron. That's something that comes from my faith or my belief in God. So I, I've mm-hmm. embraced that, and now it's a little bit less me and more of my faith that's doing this. Yeah, absolutely. It's more your faith and and God giving you that gift. And so, and I'm really glad that you have opened up to it. Really glad. Because I can just tell by your voice, and even when I, like I talked about on Facebook Live, I just knew when we, you know, we talked before two or three months or so ago that I wanted you on this show just because of the gifts that you do have. I can tell when somebody's going to be a good fit for my show. And you're definitely one of those people. And I am very thrilled that you're here because just being able to give back to others, especially after things that you've maybe went through personally or went through professionally, whatever it is, and now you're able to give back to other people. So what is one of the best things about being a life coach that you can think of that really helps you keep going like every day? And what does life coach mean to you? You know, so that's a very good question because life coaching is something like it. I kind of liken it to, I had an experience once where I in California, when I was stationed in California, I had to do a lot of running and 5k events with my friends. And, you know, after the race, you know, they have all these vendors set up with selling the stuff and giving things away and people doing post-race stretching and all this kind of stuff. So one time after a race, I stopped at the chiropractic vendor. He was, mm-hmm. like, offering free post-race stretching. And I'm like, chiropractic is this quack, fake medicine type thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I was like, it's free. I'll give it a shot. And so I got I got that session done, and then I later – I started going to this chiropractor regularly. And what I learned was that like everything in your body is connected. Even the things that you don't think like they're, they're all connected. 
And so life coaching, you know, people, some people say, oh, that's a, you know, that's not a real thing. Everybody can do it. Anybody can do it. And a lot of people are doing it without any training and or experience whatsoever to try to make money off of it. But um, life coaching to me in simplest terms is, is really just me meeting people where they are, listening to their issues or what they say, they, where they say they want to go or what they say they want to do, and then help them figure out what that, need, what that is and how to get that done. Now, the tricky part in that is that a lot of people will, will say one thing, this is what they want, this is who, this is who I want to be or this is what I want. But then when you start actually having those conversations, you, you find out they're in a totally different place than what they said or where they wanted to go. So it's mm-hmm. a process. It's a very long process. It typically starts itself out as the conversations progress and people begin to be, be honest with themselves. But, you know, something to remember about life coaching or, or if you're considering, you know, getting coaching of any kind or investing in yourself in any capacity. One thing to consider is, no matter what happens, whether you stay where you are or you decide to do something different, there's a price to pay. Mm-hmm. The question you have to ask yourself is, are you willing to pay the price? Mm-hmm. But you have to answer that question. I can't answer that question for you. You have to answer that question. So life coaching really is it's really a conversation. It's a process of conversation using tools and giftings that people have. And if you, the, the, the person being coached has to come to the table being honest and transparent and vulnerable right. for it to right. work. Otherwise, right. it's a waste of everyone's time. Absolutely. I Don't you find that some people are, are just not transparent? They just want answers right now. And it's like, well, you, we can't, can't get the answers because you're not being honest. And if you're not being right. honest, how are you going to get to where you want to be in life? Yes, absolutely. And here's, here's the other part of it is, in my style of life coaching, I'm less advisor. I'm not going to tell you this is what you should do because if I tell you that you're not investing in that, you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to help you come up with resolutions to your issues that you will then follow. And I will help and hold you accountable to those. I'm not going to give you, this is the answer. All right, go do it and come back and tell me how that works because you won't do it. People have done that for you already. Your family and friends have probably been doing that for you your whole life. That hasn't worked. I love that, Aaron. It's good for you. Uh, you know, that's what when people and I don't really do life coaching anymore. So I when they come to me, I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to tell you what to do. I, that's just not that's not my gig. You know, you need to figure it out. But I'm here to help you. So I love that when you say that you're here to just guide them along the way. You, why would we, you know, go back and just start telling them what to do? Like you said, oh, and you know what? We only I'm so involved with this. We only have one minute until break, Aaron. <laughs> So when we come back after break two, that we will come back and talk more about this because I really like to get into the life coaching part of it. Aaron, as you can tell, he cares for his clients and he gives back to them 110%. And so if you guys are interested in his life coaching, definitely reach out to him. It is BG, so B as in boy, G as in girl, BGLifeCoach.org. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. And when we come back after break, we're going to talk more about this because I am, like I said, I just knew Aaron needed to be on my show because it's very important that he gets his message out because as you can tell, he's got a lot of experience in this area and he is uh, giving back to his wonderful clients so ladies and gentlemen and if you have questions for the show give us a call at 188 oh sorry 1866 472 
5790. We'd love to put you on the air. So again, one 472 5790 Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, joehosman.com where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on Voice America. This is Joe, and I have my wonderful guest, Aaron Caldwell, on the line with me today. We are talking about his life coaching business. And, you know, you can just tell the how authentic he is and how he's able to give back to others just by the way he's talking, but also just his personality and just what has happened in his life that he's able to give back to others. People came up to him and just started talking to him. And really, Aaron, like you stated, it wasn't really something you wanted to embrace, but something kept nudging, I can tell. Something kept nudging you, and it was your faith in in, um, God and God just telling you, you know what, Aaron, this is what's meant to be. So why do you feel that life coaching is important for everyone, Erin? Because I personally feel it is too, but why do you feel it's important for everybody? Well, none of us got to the point where we are today alone, right? From Mm -hmm. birth, we've been coached and guarded over and led in the ways to do and don't do things that are going to help us or harm us. And so I don't know why we would think that once we became 21 or 22 or 30 that we would no longer need assistance, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. strange to think that you got it all together. Like you may, you were handheld all the way up to that point and to let you go out into the world or anything's possible and can, can happen to you at any time, why would we think that would be okay? And so a lot of us have relied on family or friends to fill in as a coach or advisor. And that works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. However, what happens with family and friends is that 
you can manipulate the response that you want to get. So if I have an issue, I know who to talk to in which way to either validate what I want to do or change the way I want to do it. When you get a coach, that person has no vested interest in any of those things. They're just trying to help you do what you said you want to do. So Uh they're going to hold you accountable, and it's probably going to be a little bit uncomfortable because they're not going to necessarily agree with everything you say or say that it's okay. So life coaching is very important, I think, for everybody. Again, you've been coached, whether it was your teacher, your parents, your grandparents, an actual coach or athletic coach, a health and fitness coach, financially, whatever, in all these areas of your life. You, you get one when you need one. I believe that if people get a life coach, and part of my practice is about determining like your true self. So a lot of us spend a lot of time and resources, money and other things, buying things and chasing things to get a feeling because we're looking uh-huh. for a feeling. However, I think if we go back and start over from scratch and to figure out who we truly are, it may negate the necessity to go and chase all these other things because those things are just providing you with a temporary feeling for something that may not be who you truly are. Mm-hmm. So solve the root problem first. And then all those other things, you might find out you enjoy doing things that are totally different than what you're doing now. But because you're trying to live up to somebody's expectations of who you're supposed to be or this persona that you've created or whatever it is that you're trying to do, then you, you're afraid to go back and address who am I really and what is it I really want because it's going to cause a lot of change in my life that we just have these temporary moments where we go and splurge on all these various things to make us feel good. Mm-hmm. Boy, so I couldn't have said that any better we myself. We need a coach to address mm-hmm. the root cause, really, and to hold ourselves mm-hmm. accountable. And then, you know, the other part of that is that a lot of these people that we admire with entertainment and sports and all these, the greats, if you will, they all say their success is based on them having a coach. Oprah Winfrey, Leonardo DiCaprio, President Clinton, Hugh Jackman, Serena Williams, Metallica. The list goes on and on and on. They all had coaches. Every one of them. If you want success in life, you have to get a coach. Every one of those and so many more have coaches. Because first of all, when you're in business or even in life, if something's going wrong with the work that you're doing, a lot of it, then it comes back to reflect on your life. If something's going on in your life, then it's going to reflect on your business or the where you work. So really, life coaching is all about getting true to yourself and figuring out really what it is. Because so many of us will hone in on what other people want us to do. But really, you have the choice. You have the choice to know what you want in your life. And having a life coach, which I love what Aaron says, is going to hold you accountable and that's what we need. We don't need somebody to hold our hand anymore. We don't, you, you know, if you want friend advice, then run to your friends. But if you want somebody to really, truly hold you accountable, you know what? Get yourself Aaron. You know, reach out to Aaron and let him coach you. Let him be your life coach because it will do great wonders for you. And you're going to blossom into somebody you didn't even know you were. And it's going to be a beautiful thing really truly is because I love the thought fa- the fact that you help solve them but problems and um, and really uh, hold account- you know be held accountable isn't that right Aaron yes I mean accountability is really the key to this whole thing mm-hmm. you know a lot of people would do things differently if there were consequences to their actions like if there was immediate consequence to you doing something 
you would make a serious thought about whether you will or would not do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But because most things, we don't have an immediate consequence, then we just behave in a manner in which we do things that we shouldn't do, and then we pay for it later. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to ask, and a lot of my audience always seems to like examples. So do you have like one or two examples that you could give? Of a, like a, from a client? Yeah, from a client's point. You don't know names or anything like that, but just for an example. No, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, had a, I had a client and her constant complaint, she had various complaints, but she was needing help in like all areas of her life. And so the first she comes to me and she says, I have problems. I got, I have too much stuff. I was like, okay, I don't know what that means, right? I need you to be more specific. Well, I could, I could get myself in a better situation if I just didn't have so much stuff. I said, well, the first thing you have to do is identify the stuff because the stuff has a name. If there's that much stuff, it has to have, have a name. What is the stuff? Is it you don't have enough time to do social media or you don't have enough time to do this or is it a health issue? What is it? So once we started there, right, she started laying out all this, what she thought was a bunch of stuff. It ended up being four things by the time we got down with the list. So she thought there was this huge mountain to climb, but it was really just four things. And then after that, what we did, um, so once we identified the areas in our life where she thought there was so much stuff and that needed to be fixed, I helped her prioritize those things as what's most important to you. And then in prioritizing, you know, the list became even smaller. Not It didn't grow. It became smaller. And then we said goals, short-term goals, because the reason for setting the short-term goals is because I always want people to accomplish an easy win so that it builds confidence for the things that are come up that are going to be larger and harder to do. So short-term goals, we didn't, we didn't look at long-term goals. When I'm talking short-term goals, we talked about month, two-month, three-month goals and week-to-week check-ins to make sure that we're on track. And so having done that, and then I said, in, in addition to myself as your coach, is there someone else that you can trust to hold you accountable? And she said that she had someone. And so she got that person. She showed them the plan. They agreed to participate. And so now she had two accountability partners. And then in the process, once we got to a place where she could see that she was making some progress in what she thought to be this huge, monumentous problems in her life, I asked her, now I need you to be really honest with yourself. And if there's more to this list that you're not telling me, you need to do that. You need to identify those things as well. You don't have to share them with me right now, but you need to identify those. And she, she was willing to do that. And then along the way, I told her, no matter what you do, whatever the small accomplishment may be, I need you to celebrate that success. Absolutely. So you three pounds a day because part of it was a healthy thing and eating habits and all these various things. And we talked about where you go to lunch and how do you eat and why do you eat. And so she, her, she started cutting out sugar and doing these other things and minimizing her lunches. And she's like, oh, I lost an inch. I'm like, that's great. What are you going to do to celebrate? <laughs> what do you like to do? And she said, I really uh-huh. like to do this, but I don't have enough time. So then I said, okay, do you not really have enough time or are there things you can eliminate to make time? So then, you know, because one problem, when people look at things as a problem, like I don't have enough of or there's too much of this, if you ask them about that a few more times, they'll start finding where there's gaps or things that, that are not really beneficial to them that they just kind of do out of habit. They don't really necessarily enjoy, nor does it really serve a purpose. They just do it. 
Mm-hmm. You can eliminate that to insert something that brings joy to your life or pleasure to your life or that's beneficial to you. Absolutely. I so love how you break them down. That is important. Right. So that's Absolutely. kind of the way we, we unpack it. We have to identify the thing that we say is causing us all this stress or issue or whatever the case may be that we want to improve. And we have to really identify, like focus in on it, like give it a name. If it's a monster, let's call it Herman Monster or whatever the case may be. And we're going to attack Herman Monster till we figure out how to you know, minimize him. I love that. But you have to be, you have to be honest with yourself to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to be honest with yourself and then be also honest with you, the life coach and tell you exactly what you, what like, if it was me, I would need to tell you exactly what I need and li- what I'm looking for. So when this person says she had too much stuff, a lot of us can say that. So I love how you right. broke those down into short term Things Okay, well, first of all, identify what is your stuff? What is it that you have? And then you broke it down into short-term goals. So once she identified what that was, you were able to break those down into those short-term goals and then identify the stress, identify the issue, and then learn to work through that. And that is such great, valuable information. Another thing you can do with, that's a step you could take with anything in your life. Whenever something seems to just be too big, too too much, or you don't understand it, kind of break it up into pieces and manage mm-hmm. the pieces. Mm-hmm. I like that. So how does one break it into pieces? So say, okay, I'm just going to tell you right now, I love sugar. I work out all the time, but okay. I love sugar. Okay. So hello, uh, nothing is coming, you know, the weight's not coming off. So just that for right. an example. If, if somebody was trying to break down sugar or trying to give up pop or trying to give up whatever, what would be two or three steps that they could do to eliminate that? So I would first ask someone that has a liking for something that they know is not causing them any good. I would ask you, why do you do, like, what is it about sugar that draws you to it? Here's why Uh, why I say that. I've I've known people that like to go and eat ice cream because mm -hmm. ice cream reminds them of going to their grandmother's house every Sunday after church when they were a child. Mm. See what I mean? Mm. It's connected mm-hmm. to a memory that they're a feeling they're trying to get. So is it the ice cream or is it that the feeling of sharing that time with your grandmother, remembering your grandmother? So I would yeah. ask you, what is it about sugar? Like, why do you feel the need to have sugar? Okay. What is it about sugar that makes you feel a certain way? Okay. Surely there's a feeling attached to it. Because there must be. I like sugar. Then you could eat you could eat fruit and get natural sugar, which causes your body less harm and easier to process and won't affect your weight as much. Mm-hmm. So there's something more to it than just sugar. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. So if I identify, okay, so I like re, uh, I'm just gonna say Hershey bar, and you can use me as an example. Uh, okay. When I was little, my neighbor always had. They were like grandparents to me, so I'd go over there, just like what you said with ice cream. So it would be uh, having a Coke. And a Hershey bar. Now, I don't really drink Coke, but I still like a Hershey bar every once in a while. I don't eat them a lot. but So every once in a while, I'll eat a Hershey bar. So for that, yes, I could see where I would get that feeling of, oh, it's so nice to be over at their house and, you know, love that feeling that you get. But for other reasons, um, you know, somebody, like you said, might eat the ice cream or they might eat something or they drink alcohol or whatever it is. It's whatever I would think with alcohol, they're trying to mask something. But with right. uh, like, 
you know, some people like sweet, some people like salty, whatever it is. How do you really get them to break down how they feel? So if they say, I don't really know why I eat sugar. I'm just, I just do. I just like it. That's just the way I am. Yeah. So then we like, so when I worked in the quality world, we did a lot of root cause analysis. And there's this thought that, or concept that if you ask someone like why five times, you get down to the root cause of the problem. So initially people are going to respond in this manner. Like, I don't know. I kind of just do it. But if you keep Mm -hmm. honing in on that, like, okay, tell me why you do it. When do you do it? What kind of things do you do? They'll start to unconsciously, subconsciously reveal to you more to it than just the candy bar. Mm -hmm. There's something more to it. And once you figure out what that is and they realize what it is, that's when you have the breakthrough. Ah, I like that. To to realizing what it is. The breakthrough happens not from me knowing that there's more to it than you just liking sugar. It Mm -hmm. happens when they realize that there's more to it than them liking sugar. Ah, and then all of a sudden you get, I can see like in my own head, I'd be like, oh yeah, ding, ding, ding. That's my breakthrough right there. And right. that's why and then, then all can, of a sudden. we can move from sugar to something else. Mm-hmm. You know, we can, we can replace sugar with something else that you actually like and that's beneficial to you that brings you a similar euphoric feeling or whatever the case may be. But mm-hmm. that's typically, you have to kind of press people a little bit. And a lot of people get uncomfortable when you start pressing them. But I feel like if you're coming to see me and you're paying me, then I can press you a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like I'm trying to help you. Just always remember that whatever I'm doing is for your benefit. So if I press you a little bit, that's why. Because you're not you know, just come up with an answer like, oh, I don't know. I always do it. That's just who I am, that kind of stuff. Right. But you know what? We need to be pressed. We need to be, you know, given – um, really dig down to uh, to the root cause because if we don't, the money's just going to be in vain. Really, Absolutely. you know the money that because I I am so proud of you for that. I know other coaches that they just kind of wallow through that, and you really get down to the root cause. And I appreciate you for that because it is such a blessing, and that you are able to do that with people. And I bet I dare to bet every one of your clients is a different person now because of it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing for me. I, like, I don't want lifelong clients, mm-hmm. right? I want to see you probably, it probably takes about three months to change a lot of bad habits into healthy habits, really. Mm-hmm. So after like three months of seeing me, I would hope that you have like life-sustaining skills that you can go on and be challenged by anything and be able to remember, oh, yeah, this is who I am. These are the steps I take. This is what I do. This is what I don't do. Mm-hmm. And maybe you see me twice a year, right? I don't want to see you every month for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Then I'm not doing a good job or you're not doing a job, good job or we're not doing a good job together. So mm-hmm. that's not my goal. I want people to have like sustainable skills to go out and manage their own lives. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and we oh, we only have like one minute until break too. Aaron, this this show is going just flying by really fast. So I'm I'm appreciating, especially the examples. Like I said, my worldwide audience loves examples. That's one thing they always ask me is let's have examples. So 
Thank you for those. That is, uh, that's a blessing. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions for this awesome guest, Aaron, you know what? Give us a call at one 866 472-5790. Give us a call and we can ask uh, questions over the air since this is a live show right now. And then also for his website, it is B, so that's B as in boy, G as in girl, so bglifecoach.org. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, joehosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it welcome back to go for it this is joe with my awesome guest aaron caldwell great information hasn't it been just awesome and Aaron, I do have a question from a listener, and this is, comes from Carol. And she is saying, hi, I'm really enjoying this show. Thank you so much for all for the great information. I do have a question to ask. I have been dealing with cancer, and now I am in recovery. Woohoo! Thank you, Carol. So glad you are in recovery. And wondering, what can I do now to help myself? Yes. Well, number one, praise God for that. Um, mm-hmm. But really, I, I would advise you or tell you, like I would tell anyone, um, find things that you enjoy that make you feel better. Because typically, if we feel better, we become better. So that mm-hmm. I would start there. Um, as far as being in recovery with cancer, I know that um, my wife and I recently gone this journey of being more so um, real critical and careful about what it is we consume, you know, what it is we eat. And many consuming in all aspects, but largely about what it is we eat. And I know that there's a lot of natural foods and supplements that will help fight cancer and even people that have had cancer and they've become less and eventually they went into remission because of it. So I would try to find foods that 
uh, beneficial to you with the certain kind of cancer that you had, considering that you're probably susceptible to it. Mm-hmm. And then um, go out and do things that you've always wanted to do. You know, um, life is short no matter how long we think it is, whether we're a teenager or in our 30s or 40s or 50s. But life is short. You only have a limited amount of time here, and you're supposed to enjoy that time as much as you can. So take care of yourself, one. Do things that make you feel better. You'll be better for sure. Um, make sure that you find ways to um, keep your spirits high, whether you're a spiritual person or whether that's reading a book or looking online at motivational people and people that have had similar experiences. That always helps to let you know that you're not alone in this fight. You know, we're all fighting something. Some of us, you can see it, and some of us, you can't. But do your best to take care of yourself. Take in good things. Be good to people, and life will be good to you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. She says, thank you so much, Aaron. God bless you, exclamation point. So thank there you. you go. Changed the life already in the short hour that we have together. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Aaron. That is awesome. So what is um, what has been for you, so becoming a life coach, what's been like the biggest obstacle you faced? You know, I know starting a business yeah. can be difficult sometimes it can be easy it can be challenging it can be empowering what is some what's one of the biggest obstacles you have faced the biggest obstacle for me was i'm a very i'm a very analytical person i'm a very heady person so i spent Mm -hmm. a lot of time in my head thinking how is it going to work will it work what happens if it doesn't so a lot of time analyzing i'm very thought focused and sometimes i stay at thought and never get to action but this is one of the instances where I went from thought to action. So I had this thought, and I, it completed into action and formalized my business. So for me, it was actually getting out of my head. And getting out of my head in the way, like, don't be the person that disqualifies yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times there are some of us, we will disqualify ourselves and not, let, not follow through the process and let the process disqualify us. We'll do it mm-hmm. immediately right at the very beginning, and we never know what would have happened. So I had to talk myself out of that, like, over and over again. Like, who want to listen to me? let alone who would pay me money to help them with life. What's considering my life has been in shambles numerous times. Like why would anyone do that? But I think that's, that's the part that I had to get over. Like my life probably resembles a lot of other people's lives. But to me, it seems like it's the worst, like I've been the worst person on the planet. That's how it feels to me. It's very weight heavy on myself. But mm-hmm. so for me, it was getting out of my, my head, negative self-talk, um, taking the steps to actually formalize the business when I would get to a point where it's like, man, this is a little more difficult than I thought. And I didn't, and I could have just stopped, you know, pushing through, pushing ahead. And one mm-hmm. of the things that helped me was I was reading this book by John Acuff. It's called Quitter. And it's about, um, it's like a book about helping people bridging the gap between their day job and their dream job. Mm-hmm. And he talks in the book. First thing he says in the book is don't quit your day job to go chase your dream. That's the first thing he said. And I was like, oh, man, this is not what I wanted. I wanted to throw it out, but that didn't happen. <laughs> uh-huh. I kept reading. Um, well, he, he talked a lot about, um, like, recovering your dream or your passion, not discovering it, but recovering it. And the reason he, he talked about it as it being a process of recovery is that he went back to our childhood where we all had these dreams and imaginations and big dreams and imaginations. We all want to be all these various things. But at some point throughout our aging process, we put those things on the shelf. Maybe it's because life got difficult and we needed a job to pay bills. You know, once you get a job, you're stuck in the job cycle, basically. But he was saying that considering what you want to do or who you are, all these things, your passion and purpose and dreams, it's not so much discovering something new, 
but going back and recovering what you what's always been there, kind of tugging away at you in the back of your head, pulling on your heartstrings, that thing. So going back and being able to do that thing. So as I was thinking about, you know, what do I do? And it was, my head was like, man, you can't do this. But my heart was saying, hey, man, you're supposed to be out there helping people. This is like one of the, one of the ways you can do it. So you mm-hmm. need to do that. And so Absolutely. It was, it was just tug of war, if you will, between my head and what I know to be common sense about myself and my heart saying, but this is, what, this is who you are. So you're going to be conflicted until you do this thing. And once yep. I got past that, it was okay. But that was a huge obstacle to go from the negative self-talk in my own head and disqualifying myself before I even tried to do it. Isn't that the truth? I mean, don't, don't you find that with a lot of people too? It's that negative self-talk or we, we run to the people that we think will talk us out of it because we already right. have it in our head and we're like, okay, well, we don't want to do this anyway, so we might as well just run to somebody that will talk us out of it. I've heard so many people do that. I'm like, don't do that. If it's in your head, you know what? It, you know, you're supposed to be doing it, especially if it keeps coming back right. to you time and time again. And, that's, and, and what you just mentioned is a problem that I mentioned earlier about why you should probably get a coach instead of relying on a family member or a friend as your primary person that you use as a coach, so to speak. Because you can manipulate the answers and the responses. Mm-hmm. You know who to talk to to get to always get the yes, no matter what you say. You know who to talk to who's always going to say no. You know who's mm-hmm. always going to be on your side. Like, you know those things. So you can, you can manipulate your life and say, like, yeah, I made the right choice. Such and such agreed with me. But that mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's the, not the right choice. It's just you manipulated the response you wanted to get. That's right. And you could and not have said that any better yourself. A person would help. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love how you said that you manipulated it. You know, if I'm going to go to a friend and go, I don't think I should write a book. And if I go to somebody who's never written a book before, they'll be like, yeah, don't write one. Why would you do that? I just manipulated the conversation because I'm already stating, yeah, I don't want to write the book. But in in reality, I do want to write the book. I'm just too scared to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. So good for you. You really pinpointed that to a T. And I like that. So I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you one more example, and this is just my own personal example. So today it's storming out, and my dogs are having a heyday. So just like what Aaron says, you really have to be get down to the root cause of what's going on. So I have one dog that's on a different level than I am, and so she continues to bark until she gets what she wants, not just on this occasion but on other occasions as well. She has trained me well. She has trained me to come to her response. Now, in reality, if I was her life coach, I would be like, "Mm, let's get to the root cause of why you're barking for whatever it is you want. Same thing goes with people in general, and I'm not certainly not comparing dogs and people, but it's the same concept. You know, a lot, sometimes we just bark really loud because we think we know what we want, but in reality, if we don't get to the root cause of what we want, we, didn't, we never will know. And that's why you need to hire Aaron so he can help you get to the root cause. But a lot of times that can be scary. That can be really almost frightening. But it's such a release when you figure out what your root cause is. It really is truly a release yeah. and you become a bigger and better and bolder person. Right. I mean, but your dog is doing what most of us do, right? The dog's response or the dog's action gets the response that it wants. Yeah. It knows yeah, absolutely. if I bark, I'll get attention. Mm-hmm. it's yep. worked the dog knows yep. that he's learned that or he or she has learned that mm-hmm. well we as people do the same mm-hmm. if I do this thing 
it gets the response I want. So I just keep doing that thing. Absolutely. It's, like, it, it, it's not solving a problem, though. It's just you're, you're feeding something for a moment. Mm-hmm. And, all, and, and what I'm saying to people is that if you figure out who you really are, not who someone wants you to be, not who your parents wanted you to be, or any of those things. Who are you at this point? Whatever mm-hmm. state in your life you're in. If you figure out who that is and then start to figure out what that looks like and then look at your current life, if they don't match, then you're living a false life, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And you're never going to be fulfilled because you want to, like, a, an outdoorsman doesn't live in Manhattan, New York City. That, that doesn't mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's an impossible life to live. Right. They'll find a way to do that. If they're a financial person, they work in a financial district, they'll find a way to do that in the environment that's beneficial to them. They'll find Absolutely. Absolutely. There's Might not be right now, win-win. but they're eventually going to find the way. Mm-hmm. Right. They yep. will find a way. It just Absolutely. doesn't work. It won't, it's not sustainable. And so really what I'm talking about is a lifestyle that's sustainable, like a healthy lifestyle that's sustainable, that you right. can manage yourself. Not that you have to pay someone millions of dollars to manage or hundreds of thousands of dollars to manage or go listen to Tony Robbins and pay five grand, 10 grand or whatever and get these snippets of like cliches basically that everyone's mm-hmm. recycling over and over, but mm-hmm. that you can manage. Mm-hmm. It's all about choices, ladies and gentlemen, all about choices. So Aaron, what's the one mistake listeners can, can keep from making it if they follow your advice? One I'm sorry. Mistake, what's the one mistake? Did huh? I say that right? What's the, I'm yeah, just listening to right. myself. I just did that. Right. What's the one mistake listeners can keep from making if they follow your advice? Really, like mistakes are going to happen. Let's just start there. Mm-hmm. For one, mistakes are going to happen. So don't get too caught up on it. Don't focus too much on what you have or haven't been able to do in the past, mm-hmm. because that'll keep you from trying to do something different right now. If you kind of if you look backwards first, always before you go forward, you'll constantly kind of just stand still at the same point. So don't be afraid to make a mistake. Like I make plenty of mistakes all the time, even now. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I would say like a no. Right? If someone says no to you, or something says no to you, don't let that no be the end all be all to that thing, to that thought, to that idea, to going to that place, to getting that job, to whatever. It's just, it's temporary. No is temporary. Just like a yes is temporary. It's just mm-hmm. one no. So don't let that stop you. Go fix whatever it is that's wrong, that you know that's wrong. Go fix it. You know, I've seen people a lot of times go to job interviews and they didn't prepare for it and they get disappointed when they didn't get the job. Mm-hmm. Nope. Well, you know you didn't put in the amount of effort required, so why are you angry that you didn't get the job? Go fix it. There'll mm-hmm. be another job that you'll want. And if you don't fix that, when you go to the next interview, they're gonna, it's going to be the same issues that show up. So go back and fix it. So don't be afraid. Like, I never let my past failures, whether it was being failing out of school my freshman year or my first marriage that was terrible. And, you know, in my mind, in my opinions, and I contributed to that just as much as anybody else. I'm not putting it on anybody else other than myself. But I didn't let that stop me from dating again or being married again. I'm married again now. And that's not to say that my marriage is perfect now, but you can't let those things stop you. Like a growing process is painful. All right. Absolutely. So if, if you're comfortable, well, then there's probably not much happening in your life. 
Right. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're comfortable, um, yeah, there's not much happening. And so maybe it'd be good to get uncomfortable and really go after your dreams. So Aaron, we only have about two minutes left until the show. So if you could wrap up in about 30 seconds to 45 seconds of some last parting words you'd like to leave with my wonderful listeners, because we've already had such great information from you, but if you could leave us some last parting words, we'd love to hear them. Yes. Well, first I want to say thank you to Joe, I want to thank you and everybody listening. And I just, my challenge to everyone is to kind of go out and discover who you are. Take some time, step back from social media. Don't consume so much of what people are telling you or who you're supposed to be. Figure out who you are. Figure that out first. And then go out and create the life that you want. It's easy to do. It's going to be some challenges along the way, but it's easier to do that than to live a life that's not your own. So create your own life. Go and live that life. And for those of you listening... I'm going to, I'm giving away some stuff today, Joe. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So if anyone has thought about life coaching and was skeptical like I was about going to see the chiropractor, I'm giving away to five people. I will give away sessions for the rest of the year. Oh, wow. All yep. right. So five, five people. people give away. So how do they, because we do have to wrap this up here in about 30 so, seconds. So yeah, where can, can they get in me, contact with They can contact they can contact me via Facebook, via Instagram, via Twitter, via my website. If they if they contact me and they just put in uh, "Go Forward of Worth America," and I'll know, and we'll we'll take it from there. Perfect, awesome. So his website again is bglifecoach.org. So bglifecoach.org. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron, thank you so much. You are a blessing. Thank you so much for being on my show. So awesome that you were and you gave awesome information. Ladies and gentlemen, remember to reach your full potential, becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day. You can check out Aaron's website at bglifecoach.org. You can also check out my website, joehosman.com. JoeHosman.com. And if you have questions, you can also email me, and I would certainly forward those on to Aaron. Remember, five people, he's going to be giving away free sessions the rest of the year. Oh, my goodness. You guys jump on that ASAP. All right. Would appreciate it. And I know Aaron, he's a fantastic coach. So go out and be great today. Be great always. And remember, along the way, give a smile and give some kindness to whoever you meet today because we never know who, uh, what things are going on with uh, people in our lives. So and always remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. Take care, God bless, and we'll see you here again next week. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.